0: Some of the times when she throws up, you can't see it.
1: Got a hot mic, by the way. Yeah. Well, I hope our
0: our viewers are are not judging me based off of my baby puke shirt. <laughs> it's my baby blue baby puke shirt. It could okay. be worse. Dude, it could be a Dude, lot. Dude,
1: we're both wearing blue. We almost just you know It was a blue blue kind of
0: day. Dude, I wasn't feeling blue, yeah. but I'm wearing blue. Blue's my favorite color. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's my color. It's my favorite color too. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's my color, but it's I like to wear blue. The only problem is when I I like love I love blue shirts. Yeah. So I have so many blue shirts, and then I've got like jeans. And sometimes if I don't do my laundry, then I have like jeans and blue shirts. <laughs> I'll still rock it though. I'll still do it. Dude, you can't go wrong with blue. You can't really, go you go really can. Blue. How are you feeling tonight? I'm going to be
1: honest. I'm a little bit tired, and I think you've probably seen it. I, I'm kind of dabbling around with my diet, and I think that's part of the reason I'm trying to figure out, you know, moving the levers, you know, what, what works best, how to optimize things, and I'm feeling, you know, a little highs and lows. Okay, yeah. okay, But, I mean, overall, I'm doing good. Don't get me wrong. My, my energy is down is probably the, mm-hmm. the better way of putting it. But, uh, so you're saying I have to have that extra energy tonight? No, because if you you have that extra pressure on me right (laughs) now, if you bring the extra (laughs) energy, I think you might sound like
0: you're screaming at people. (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) we might need to turn down your turn down my
0: mic. Well, I've got that extra energy, just so you know. Well, good. Yeah, like I'm turned up to 10. If you couldn't tell right when I walked in the door. It was like,
1: yeah You've
0: been crushing it lately, so I'm not surprised. You know what? I, I feel like I've been crushing it. Do you feel
1: like when you have those periods of time where it's like everything's going well, you start to think, okay, what's going to happen? Like what bad Mm-mm. could happen?
0: No, that's not you. No, I just have those down days. Like, yeah. I mean, earlier today, I had a down. I was like super overwhelmed, mm-hmm. which actually I think let's let's get into that a bit. Let's enter let's let's start the episode. I know we're hot mic right now, but welcome to unscripted exchanges today, guys. Thank you for joining us again. I'm Cole one of your co-hosts. I'm Hayden. so I want to jump into that. That's why I wanted to get through that that intro part because i I mean people know who we are at this point, right? I'm Cole. you're Hayden, but I was feeling overwhelmed actually this morning, and it just kind of reminded me of a uh thing that we've talked about in the past. Where you're gonna have your ups and downs, your highs and your lows, but then you gotta find you gotta find your center and what and know yourself enough to know what's gonna bring you back to like turning your day around. Mm-hmm. And so I did that today was my you know trying to I've been trying to get back in that fitness routine and got I've gotten a lot better I've gotten a lot more consistently lately and so I went for a run like a pretty long run I don't I don't I think it's like just over five miles like 5.1 impressive yeah and got a good sweat like was pretty exhausted afterwards i feel a little dehydrated (laughs) a little woozy from that but it really turned my whole day around like completely shifted my day and it kind of cleared my cleared my mind i mean i've got some things that are still dwelling in the back of my mind that are that are you know kind of stressful to think about But that weight on my shoulders feeling's gone, which was huge. Which was huge.
1: You had some endorphins being released on that I needed that. I needed that.
0: 100%. And here's... Okay, so I want to ask you this because I actually saw this article. I didn't read it, but it made me think of you. I saw this article the other day. How to get... Like how... It was was something about a runner's high. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I don't... I don't think I've ever experienced a runner's high. What is that? Like I don't... I don't understand what a runner's high is. Is that just like a feeling of like like unbelievable happiness? Is that a feeling of accomplishment? Like what is it? Is it like a physical thing? Uh, You've said it before too.
1: Yeah, it's probably different for each person. They would describe it, you know. Uh, So like it's not necessarily physical. (laughs) It's mental. Like, you know, how, how you're feeling. Um, yeah, like it can be euphoric. Like you just feel like you're on, for me, I should say, I I feel like I'm on top of the world, like feel, feel really good, feel really strong. Like, you know, I can keep going. Nothing can, you know, slow me down. I'm not tired. Like you're just at peace with yourself and everything. Like you're enjoying the environment that you're in. Um, and yeah, it's just basically all those chemicals floating around up in the cranium that are doing all sorts of things that right. are making you feel that way. And again, that's why I said it's different probably for, for everyone or for a lot of people. Um, and yeah, I guess some people don't get that. I'm not going to say that I get a runner's high every time I go out, but I guess I have just, again, that mindset where like I get the opportunity to go out and run because there's going to be w- one point in my life where I won't be able to have that right. opportunity. So like, I'm not taking that for granted, um, and just going out and, and, putting in the time
0: no i i i think you kind of addressed that i i I was just wondering like what is that i mean maybe i have felt it maybe, like, maybe oh, i'm sure you have. maybe i felt it today but maybe i was like over analyzing like okay i gotta get to that runner's high and maybe i had it today because i felt better afterwards right i mean but i was dead tired the whole time so you're like i get to the point where i'm like i'm like dude that that five miles a day i was just like you gotta finish you gotta finish
1: you gotta finish dude i mean if you run like all the time like you're gonna have that like almost every time you go out and you just got to fight through it like you you have you know peaks and valleys um with with that i mean yeah i mean running's different for every person but yeah there's times where it's like shit i really don't want to keep going but like you have to mentally push past that and just keep going i hit mile two and i'm like this isn't
0: a good sign (laughs) (laughs) like this is you keep looking down at your watch i had to turn no dude i literally had to like I put. I had it like like the time the distance going. Yeah, and I had to close it, like so I could k- still go back to it, like check my progress. Yeah, but I had to close it, and then I just had to like I took my earphones out and I tried to just get my head somewhere different because nice. I was like I'm not even halfway done. Yeah, and I'm already like I'm already flagging, but I but one of the things I have learned and this is a uh, and this is something and I, I didn't know anything about till a few years ago and we're talking about running was the, I used to run at like different speeds when I'd run and that made it actually harder for me, which I didn't know that was a thing. Meaning like I would, I would start jogging and then I'd all of a sudden like start running faster and then I'd go slower and I'd go faster.
1: Tempo runs,
0: Yeah. And But I wasn't doing it intentionally. Yeah. So I have like gotten better about like, okay, this is my pace. I was trying to run like sub 11 minutes. I mean, so sub 11 miles, which is super slow, but it was a five mile run. So I was going pretty slow, but I was consistently, I, I was it's just, all it's all
1: relative. I think that's good. You know, someone out there that runs like a 13 minute miles and be like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, be
0: like, yeah, yeah. But I, either way, I was just trying to, I was trying to get the mileage in, um, honestly, just cause I was like, I wonder if I could still do that. I was like, you remember about a month ago when you're like, yeah, let's do uh what yeah. was it? Ed? I think that's probably
1: secretly in the back of my mind. Yeah, I remember I kindly said, like, why don't you, you know, ease yeah. into... I think that was the I back didn't really on. spit that out there, folks, but Cole called me up and he's like, do you <laughs> want to train for a triathlon or something like that? And <laughs> I, I said, what? Or, yeah, that's the same thing. It's <laughs> yeah. just a special branding. And I said, right. whoa, yeah, I mean, that's great, but like... Why don't you, I, I love the ambition. Why don't you ease into, yeah. you know, what that actually entails? Uh, I'm not saying that Cole can't do it. I know he probably will go out and do it someday, but I don't know if he should go out and do that right off the bat considering how many marathons have you
0: run? Zero. Yeah, right. Dude, I'm telling you, it was pure willpower. Yeah. It was the fact that, like, I didn't have any water. And I, like, oh, yeah. And I was like, if I walk this back, I'm not going to be back to my house till, like, 3.30 right, this afternoon. Right,
1: right, right, right. Yeah. So drink uh, some sodium before you go out.
0: Electrolytes. Like, talking about, like, a Gatorade or something? Mm, Maybe not a Gatorade. Gatorade sucks. What about, like, a Powerade Zero?
1: Mm, no.
0: What about... Like, just get something that... Petylite. I, I,
1: I'm sure any of those things something would be with, fine. Something
0: with sodium is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: that see what that does i'll
0: find something with sodium how i do yeah yeah i was i was really happy about it actually that was when i called you earlier because i was just like i'm about to tell hayden i did five miles (laughs) listen here no
1: that's impressive man that's that's where i was a few years back okay Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean you gotta start somewhere yeah Yeah. and sometimes you're like no i'm just not ever gonna get into this consistently and i always was in that paradigm of well running's bad for you it's bad for your back for your knees and to some degree yeah but there is a lot of you know solutions out there to help prevent you from injury and not being so bad on your body mm-hmm. um, and that's what evolution's all about you know you start to learn how things really operate the why and how to recover properly i mean sports recovery is like a completely new i'm not going to say completely new I'm backtracking it's a market that's growing <laughs> Every year oh, yeah. by, like, billions and billions of dollars. Like, recovery is just as important as training.
0: Well, you see those athletes that... I mean, look at I mean, look at Tom Brady. I mean, it's a perfect example. Yep. He's turning I, back the clock. Seriously. I mean, right? He's performing at that level, and it's not by mistake. It's not just genetics. I mean, part of it's probably genetics, right? I'd say a small yeah, percent, but part yeah, no, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of it. Yeah. You know, genetics always has something... It, the genetics does have its say, right? Yep. yep. But there's also, like... I mean, think about all the stuff he's doing to his body, and he's come. And I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we don't know about that he hasn't come out and said. Mm -hmm. But just some of the stuff that he's promoted, like with TB12, like uh, I think, uh, like plyometrics and stuff like that. um, He's gotten to the point where he's got a system of what he puts into his body, how he recovers, how he stretches, and dude's playing like an MVP caliber, 25 year old at 44. Which brings up an interesting topic because you're you're, you're talking about uh, how far sports recovery and sports medicine has come, especially sports recovery. Right, the amount of technology and supplements and tools that are out there, and and it's brought it's it's come especially over the past ten years. So much focus has been not on just the hard pumping iron getting built but also like how do you make sure your muscles you re- have elasticity and recover from that and then what do you do in the off season how do you get back to that and an interesting thing that you brought up to me the other day uh when we were talking about the sauna off off you're talking about your sauna and your like ice bath or whatever or chamber or whatever it is sky chamber what was it like air chamber cryotherapy but i don't remember mentioning that you did it was just like yeah we've talked about this a couple times um Was biohacking. Yeah. And what is biohacking? Well, to me, biohacking
1: is basically preventing yourself from premature death. Mm -hmm. You want to prolong your life. You want to improve your quality of life. So you're doing things, lots of things. I mean, it depends on the person in terms of what they want to do. But you're trying to always optimize Your life, and you're taking activities uh, to do uh, the things that will hopefully prevent you from dying uh, earlier than you would probably like to. For example, um, and this is pretty extreme, you can start to do some uh, stem cell uh, transfers, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit wild. I haven't done that. I'm just learning myself. Um, I think people um are also very conscious of well of course not i think i know the the food that they put into their bodies mm-hmm. we're learning more and more by the day in terms of how food impacts our biology but the food that you put into your body might be different like your body might react or respond different than you know putting in that same type of food so kind of knowing uh what's going to aid you versus what doesn't aid you mm-hmm. Um, sleep is super important. We're learning more about sleep. Um, it's not always how much sleep you're getting, but the quality of your sleep, um, how much REM you're getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different things that go into biohacking. There's some really extreme stuff, stuff that I wouldn't even really get into um, because there's not enough evidence that so it actually that actually works. It's, it's yeah. But yeah, the the sauna, the the cold baths, ice baths that we were talking about offline the other day, like stuff like that, could be seen as a form of biohacking. Um, so I think it's a term that is slowly becoming part of more and more people's vocabulary, and something that more and more people are looking to, you know, invest in and
0: um, implement as part of their everyday life. Well, right, and I, and I think what I'm hearing you say is. I mean biohacking at it, 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 at its core I mean the the kind of the definition of it is 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 finding the best way to, to hack your biology to make you perform better and live longer right Yeah exactly you're hacking your your human biology whatever that is and what is super super cool about that concept I think is that um there is so much technology and resources out there but there's definitely things that we can all do right from our homes mm-hmm. That will help with that. Like biohacking, when you first hear that term, it sounds like a oh, must big some big scientific, you know, program you got to go through. Right? I got to get through a biohacking, you know, institute. But it's really like just a way to like make your body function better. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways to do that. Obviously, if there's extreme measures, um, which I don't think a sauna calling a sauna is extreme, but maybe the use cases of it. You know, or or cold baths or stuff like that is one form of I think biohacking in some degree, but also like what you put into your body, like what foods you're eating, what exercises you're doing, um, you know how how much you're work, you know, working out with weights versus stretching versus running versus cardio versus that. Um, I think it's just such a cool thing that you know for me. It's like I when I heard, first heard that term, I was like, hmm. Again, I was like that sounds like sounds like I'm going to have to go to like, you know, the Swiss Alps and like <laughs> check myself into a biohacking like research lab. But there's a, do- a lot of ways you can address it like right from your home, which I think is super cool. Like and, and at the end of the day, it's just about making your body function better and making and at the end of the day if your body's functioning better and 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 running more smoothly, like that's just going to make your life better, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: I want to live forever. And not forever. I want to live for well over 125 to like 150, maybe even longer. Mm -hmm. Um, And how am I going to do that? I'm going to look for ways to continually optimize my health um, and biohack. Um, And to some people that sounds, you know, ridiculous and the go-to from a lot of people, typically people that are a little bit older, like, uh, I don't want to live forever. Like, I, I want to die. Like, that sounds miserable. Well, the point that people are missing is your quality of life doesn't decrease. Mm -hmm. Like you want to continue to improve your quality of life and you can even turn back the clock in terms of how your body is aging. Um, I mean, I'm in the very early stages of learning about biohacking and some of the stuff that I'm doing, but I think it's going to be something that continues to grow um very quickly Mm -hmm. as more and more people start to find out about it. And as you mentioned, you know when you first hear it, you kind of feel like oh this probably is something for someone that is much smarter than me or I got to invest a whole bunch of money. I mean to some degree or some of these scenarios that people are doing, yes, but there are things that you can still implement as
0: part of your everyday life that can kind of help add years onto your life. Well, I think the key there of what you said is that progression of life without a deg- like a uh without decreasing like your What's I looking for like you don't you want to you want to grow older but not decrease your like like how you feel right yeah and so usually you have a regression of your health as you get older you know you hit totally thirty to thirty five to forty you're gonna have a regression to some extent of how your body functions how your muscles feel how your joints do you know how fast your metabolism is but the goal is if you know with the right and the right hacks for whatever it is in your body the goal is what you're reaching for and what i you know i'm I'm on board with is Get, m- taking that next 10 years but still feeling like I'm 27 or 28, right? At 38, I want to feel like I do now physically, right? And I want to feel better. I want to be, be like, 10 years from now, I want to be like, man, I feel like be 18 again when I, I hadn't ever touched, a, you know, drink of alcohol, and I was working out four hours a day, and my my head's clear. I want to feel like that. I want to get. And so, what's really neat about that 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 whole topic and that. And again, I'm not I'm not an expert, like obviously at all, um, but I, I I'm open to learning about it totally and educating myself. And I mean, <laughs> like, who doesn't who doesn't want to like wake up in 10 years from now and be like, I feel better than I did 10 years ago. I mean, mean, how, how much of a competitive advantage is that?
1: Yeah, it's a huge competitive advantage, but unfortunately there's a lot of people out there that I don't think want to or think that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at all, and I'm going to sound very judgmental here, but look at all the people that are out there smoking cigarettes, drinking alcohol, and those are just two quick examples that come to mind. Like that is proven not good for your health and people still choose to do that. Why would you do negative things to your body? And I'm not gonna say that I haven't done that. I've done that stuff in the past, but it's been years now. Well, you're
0: you're not spe- you're speaking from your opinion, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're like, listen, I'm not gonna do that stuff to my body, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I I want to age. I want to go up. I want my body to feel better as I age. Yeah, I want to get better, smarter, faster, stronger. Like, right. why wouldn't you want to do that? I want to have a
1: competitive advantage that no one can beat me, and it's because I'm doing all these things.
0: You know what's super cool about that too. What? Well, think about that. I mean, like, just take a second and think about, like, just take everything, like, pull everything away from what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and just think about, like, if you're ten years down the road and you feel better. I mean, that's nuts. That is that is that is a that, that is a concept that's mind blowing to everybody. Most people. I mean, the world's shifting, but you go to talk to any person out there and they're going to say, there's a man 10 years from now. They're not going to say, I'm going to feel healthier in 10 years, but you can. I mean, that's the goal. Like if you can think about how, how feel is also different than fact. I want to, you know, jump you in
1: there. You can quote unquote feel something, but doesn't mean it's a reality. Well, I'm saying like,
0: I mean, you're physically, like if you go to the doctor and you go get it. Yeah, the, I, go,
1: I knew what you meant, I, yeah, but I wanted yeah. to jump in there to some people that are like, well, yeah, feeling is just a feeling. It can be temporary. But oh, right. oh, I'm like, talking about, yeah, like you said, physical. You yeah, can see not, that not the like, person is in physical condition, like they're they're healthy, they're happy.
0: Um, yeah, because there's, there's the spit, there's the fear, there's the mental and spiritual feel, sure, right? right? Where you get 10 years on the road, you're like. I've matured. I, things have gotten better. I've made more money, right? Things are easier now. I've learned my lessons. Yeah. I, what I was referring to is that you don't get to mess with me say, in 10 years, are you going to feel physically, you're going to be able to go, you know, go do a physical or go, you know, do some stress testing and like have better results than you do now. And that would be like that to me. That's like, that's exciting.
1: That's the definition of turning back the
0: clock. That's, to me. I mean, that's so cool, right? Mm-hmm. And the, And the fact of the matter is, that we're understanding more about our human, the human body, is that it's actually possible. Totally right. Yep. I mean, it's possible to do that. The reason we regress is time wears down on us, but we also don't take care of ourselves as much as we get older. A lot of the times, or we're not doing those things, or we're letting things slide. So I, uh, I just think that like that 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 concept to me, just that ten years physically feel better in 10 years than I do now. That sounds awesome. Like yep. that's something to strive for. It certainly is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote a post out on my uh, LinkedIn the other night about this. And if I had the opportunity, I would invest every single penny that I had in health. Cause if you don't have health, what do you have? Right. Right. Well, everything. Nothing. right. Everything when you're, dead, you're dead or if you feel like crap, you feel like crap. You don't want to feel like crap. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah,
1: well, I'm excited bit. for the future, man. Big things for for everyone if you choose so let's, that let's, path.
0: Yeah. So I got a question. Here, this is. I guess this is what's like. And I don't know if this is out there or not, but my mind's running. So you're t- we're talking about like biohacking, right? And everybody's biology is differently. So you made a comment about nutri- like what you put in your body, right? Uh-huh. So for you, your your makeup and what you need is different than what I need, right? It's you, like as far as like your diet or what, what fits for your body and mm-hmm. for what, how you process m- vitamins and, and food and digest is different than me because we're different humans, right? We're different people. The question is, is there something out there? And, and maybe I'm just throwing something out there. Do you know of anything that literally you can go get like a, a blood test or something where they'll like say, hey, here's what you need to be putting in? Like, how cool would that be? Yeah, there's stuff out there.
1: Is there? Yeah. I mean you could take a food sensitivity test. Um that's the first thing that comes to mind and there's some other tests out there that I don't know enough about but yeah there's certainly stuff out there.
0: That like that sounds like something I want to do.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean like to me, the ideal state is literally rolling out of bed feeling like a million bucks, not mm-hmm. groggy, like knowing the sweet spot of like when your body is quote unquote been fully recharged and you're ready to go. And you have a report that's telling you like what you need for that day. There will be points in time where you'll literally go to the bathroom. They'll be able to read your excrement oh, yes. and tell you what type of diseases you're highly susceptible to and like how you're feeling, mm-hmm. things like that. Like we're going to be living in a future that's so remarkable. We're going to be able to prevent a lot of diseases. We're going to live longer,
0: healthier lives. Um, so I'm excited for that. that. See, that's exciting too. Like The technology that's going to be there that's going to help us to live that like the, just to live better live healthier live longer
1: right and the one thing though that i will call out is just because the technology is there or people start to become more and more educated you still got to have people take the onus of actually wanting to live a lifestyle like that because right. there's still going to be a lot of people that will be either skeptic lazy just don't want to do it and that you know that's that's up to them that's their decision it's their own life they're allowed to do whatever they want to do
0: well right so this is again it's it's To each their own i love to say that i like i believe in that because in my opinion like i don't judge anybody for any decisions they make that's your decision do whatever you want right i'm gonna do me and i might disagree with how you're how you're living life i might disagree with what you're doing but i don't i mean at the end of the day unless you're really close like you're a family you're you're if you're a close family member you're a close friend you're in my inner circle um i mean it's not and it's not to say i don't care about people but you know What's I'm, your definition of judging versus disagreeing? My definition of judging. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, that. You um, made me so think dis that. so disagreeing to me is a stance that is, um, you know, that's a tough one. A stance. Somebody takes a stance on something, or or has a has an opinion about something that I don't necessarily share that view. I'm disagreeing with you. Like as in you think that the you know the Bengals are going to be terrible next year and I disagree. I think the Bengals are going to be good. That's a disagreement. That's I disagree with how, and and that's a very general analogy. Um but judgment I I just I try not to judge people because you never know what's going on in their lives. But judgment is more like You told me that you wanted to lose weight, but now you're going and eating McDonald's. Like, I'm being judgmental now. Like, you know, that's to me, that's being judgmental. But sometimes, like, that's, you know, you can't really help it. Like, if somebody says they want to do something and then they go do the opposite, I mean, I'm probably going to be a little judgmental. I might say something to them. But there's just, to me, there's a difference. There's a, you know, being judgmental is um, picking on somebody's actions when it wasn't necessarily focused towards you uh, versus picking on you know disagreeing, which is it's a direct conversation or it's an opinion that you are say no, I don't agree with. This is my view on it. I look at it that way. I look at judgment as more on like actions um, or or st- yeah, I don't know. I mean, I tried to explain. There's that, no but right or tough. wrong
1: answer. But- I think hearing you say that I, it gave me some time to process an answer or spit out an answer myself. Disagreeing to me would be presenting you know the information uh that you have your point of view whether or not you truly have facts um and and logic and if someone disagrees with you or you have a different point of view you kind of just you let it be it is what it is versus being judgmental you treat that other person differently based on their viewpoints okay so that's how i would differentiate between judging versus disagreeing disagreeing You know, if Cole doesn't like the Bengals, which he does like the Bengals folks, but if if he didn't, you know, it's all right. I would still, you know, be his friend and I wouldn't treat him any differently versus being judgmental be like, oh, he doesn't like the Bengals. I'm going to treat him differently. Uh, I don't like that person. Um, I'm going to do some maybe, you know, shady things like that's what comes to my mind right
0: being judgmental almost like has an action behind it or like a yeah more of a feeling like correct like disagreeing is just like yeah we don't see the same way on that and judgmental is like i don't see the same way on that and i also think this of you because of that correct now i will say and this might be a hot take judging people is important okay explain that
1: well you gotta you gotta protect yourself you gotta protect your family there are situations where you need to understand that okay this person believes in x y and z and that could have a negative impact on yourself, your family. So you have every right to stay away from people like that or not associate yourself. You're allowed to judge people. It's called survival of the fittest.
0: I kind of like that. Okay. I didn't know where you were going with that. Dude, first... we're, we're digging deep, man. Yeah. We, we have different thoughts. You know, we talk about this, how our brains process yeah, things differently. I, I'm glad. Like, I didn't know you were like, I'm like, hold on a second. Like, where's he? But, I got you thinking now. Well, yeah, because I'm thinking like, (laughs) because I'm like thinking, man, like getting off my self-righteous horse. I'm like, I'm not judgmental. I'm like, well, shit, you actually got a point because you do, you are, you, you judge, like you said, damn, man, you're making me think. Because that's the point of our show damn it. i mean you're really being judgmental on a <laughs> lot of different aspects of your life they're just not always negative connotations yeah. right you can judge somebody with a, as a good character versus a bad character you can be judgmental in a positive way like mm-hmm. hey i'm i'm being judgmental that you're a, a good positive person to be around or i'm being judgmental that you know you just punched somebody in the face the other night and you know you like to go out and and, and rage all every you know three nights a week and I don't want you around my family. I don't want to be around that. That's judging it. And so, I guess really, like, you put it that way.
1: Yeah, I just put a different spin on it. But I kind of like
0: it. Yeah, it's an opinion. No, but I know. you thinking. But that was like, a, you've been, you noodled on that one. <laughs> While you were giving yeah. your take
1: on that, yeah. So, let us know in the comments, folks, what your thoughts are on judging people versus disagreeing. Maybe Cole and I are completely wrong living on a different planet out here, but... I enjoyed that take. Uh, no, that was so good.
0: <laughs> that was so good. You really threw me off with that. I'm looking at you, going, "Where's he gonna run with this?"
1: I told you going into tonight's episode, we wanted to just let things flow. You know, be organic. Well, That's when things are at our our best, our raw feedback, our raw thoughts. It's,
0: it's, and then now I'm thinking about like, man, like as even you know, as a parent, you do teach your kids to be judgmental. Yeah, we do. The, I mean, the right? education system. Right? You're, like, yeah. you're like, don't be judgmental, but don't hang out with that kid if he's yeah. bad. Yeah. Right. If that kid's acting up and doesn't isn't nice to you, don't hang out with him. That's not good for you. Exactly. But then you're like, you're like, but don't be judgmental. It's like we're basically again, man, I'm just poking holes in totally. everything I know about being a parent. Not like I'd change a whole lot, but this is like I'm diving deeper right now. I'm thinking like, okay, how can I be like we've talked about this before where I'm like, I try not to be a hypocrite with my daughters, right? It's like Okay, I wonder if she's ever thought to herself, Dad just told me not to be judgmental, and then he like told me to not hang out with that person because he's judging the way they act. I wonder if she's ever thought that. So I've thought of
1: something around that, and I think I wrote something a few years back, just a little blog post, but we're all hypocrites,
0: right? Oh, yeah.
1: We all say something and then do the complete opposite or we don't practice what we preach. Where I try to reflect on things is how often or what's the frequency in which I'm a hypocrite or what is the frequency in which someone's a hypocrite and that's where I start to draw the line in terms of should I associate myself with someone like that and again this goes back to being very judgmental like if Cole is practicing or he's saying that I am you know a church goer but you don't end up going to church and again this is just an example that first comes to mind or you know i enjoy working out but i haven't seen you in the gym for months like things like that it's like okay he's he's lying or he's a hypocrite he's not practicing what he's preaching and like you you start to track some of that stuff his behaviors aren't following like what he's saying so it's like i'm probably gonna stay away from someone
0: like that Uh uh-huh yeah yeah i'm not a hypocrite though on that stuff at least
1: Oh, he, by the way, Cole is not a hypocrite. Let's let's make that Sometime, clear. It sounds like
0: I'm just ripping into Cole tonight, <laughs> you're using and I'm an, you're not. A, you're using I'm using him an, as an example. Well, I'm yeah. definitely a hypocrite sometimes. Well, sure, we right. all are. We all are. Well, that's why. Right. That's what I was
1: getting at. We all are. But it, you, like, how how often are you catching yourself? Which goes back to what you were just highlighting with your daughter Ava. Like, okay, I'm telling her to do this, but do I like actually end up doing this in reality? Right. And if you find yourself doing that time and time again. Where you need to like take a step back well, and change like oh well, i need to actually practice what i'm preaching
0: or like at least acknowledge it like you know what i love yeah, that's the first is when, step i love when people do something or you know like i've caught myself doing it and i try and, and this is not be again i'm not tooting my own horn but i will literally be like oh shit i'm being such a hypocrite right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you know that and i'll even say to people like even even like I'm like, sorry, I, like, I didn't even do that. Like I need to be better about that. Like, I'm telling you what to do, but I'm being a hypocrite. Like, um, I think there's things that are bigger, way heavier scales of hypocritism. Is it a word, Hypocrite.
1: It sounds like it could be a word. If it's not, it's a good one. We're good at making up words here on the Hi- show. Hypocritism. <laughs> hypocritism. That's so bad. But what you're describing is being self-aware. You're yeah. recognizing at times when, yeah, you are being a hypocrite. And yeah, we, we all are.
0: So. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: People are gonna be like, "Wow, these guys are talking about being hypocrites, you know being judgmental."
0: You like. know what's interesting though is I was thinking today about how how I wanted to have a really deep conversation tonight. Dude, you're manifesting things. And we're like into it now. Well, I was thinking I was just like, you know what? Like we've we've had good conversations recently, but like this is pulling at some strings on me some some deep we're in deep thought here dude, man. you're really diving you're really diving into my soul <laughs> okay <laughs> like no i got to pull back out of it um no i think that's, that's that's super insightful and true like i like i love when we say stuff that's true we say a lot of true stuff but that truly like at the core such a genuine statement that we're all hypocrites like that we are all hypocrites to some degree or another mm-hmm. um that's just kind of human nature and just the best way to to deal with that is, is to be self-aware and try to catch yourself um and you know what really drives me nuts speaking on this is when people are hypocrites but then they give other people shit they're like i'm like you know they're a hypocrite right you know they don't practice what they preach but then they like take it one step further and they're like being judgmental like literally like bashing on somebody and you're like Dude, I, I know you don't do that, right? Like, I'm, check yourself. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, then, the, then it gets under my skin, and I'm like, no, 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 totally. Then you get then the then the fun call comes out where I just call you out on it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you're full of it, like, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, sometimes I, you got
0: you got to tell people. I'm the truth. I'm a little blunt sometimes. I think you got to tell people the truth, man. And I think that's
1: you know something that uh, society is starting to be afraid to to share. And I raise my hand too, like, you gotta be careful what you talk about at times, but like, it's all right to give people constructive feedback or criticism. There is a right way to go about doing so, but it's also acceptable to say like, hey, like, you know, you're not living up to... Uh, your standards or from a business setting like hey like you're not meeting the minimum requirements of your role like it's all right to give people that feedback versus oh everything's you know dandy over here nothing could ever go wrong like that's a utopia of a world like i actually enjoy people giving me some healthy criticism or feedback Mm -hmm. like how can i improve on areas of my life now it does become a little bit overwhelming if that's all people are you know saying and you gotta then sometimes just you know dial uh, it back exactly yeah but the the point being is i do enjoy hearing from you know my my managers or, or leaders or even family members or friends like hey like have you thought of this like give me some feedback like that helps me grow versus oh you know you're so super special i mean shit like that it's like that's great it is nice to be acknowledged and you know hear that good stuff but at the same time like tell me like where i can get better where can i grow as a human being like that's where you really get to know someone and what their character is like when you respond to okay cole told me that i could be a little bit nicer when it comes to thinking about our podcast conversations or something like that it's like okay you're you're right cole like how do i you know, change my mindset. How do I become a little bit more open to other types of topics, things like that? Versus, mm-hmm. oh no, Hayden, what you're doing is perfect all the time. Like, yeah, that's a crock of shit. You
0: know, I think. Um, I think we as as a I think society. I use society. We have a, a hard time, especially young and young as as we're younger. We have a hard time of separating constructive criticism from just critic being people be a critic criticism right and there's a there's a difference because criticism is a negative thing like criticizing somebody is negative that is not that is you if you're criticizing other people and other things i i just i I disagree with that i just think there's no place for it in this world i don't like it that's the one thing that could really turn my dial up and irritation because Look, look at yourself before you criticize anybody else. And all criticism is is just negative vibes. Let's go criticize, but constructive criticism—the way you approach it—and I think as people, we, especially when we're younger, we we have that—we ride that fine line of not understanding when to accept constructive criticism and to take it as a positive versus thinking it's just being critical. Right? Well, you're just being critical of me. No. Take a deep breath. Listen, um, I've learned that a lot in my life. And and I, I do appreciate when people approach it the right way. I am I have gotten, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of growth in my life um, it, over the past five years because I've been in so many different environments and and jobs and in different groups, whether they're entrepreneurs or people from different cultures or different age groups. Where they're all, you know, intelligent, experienced individuals that have all these different things, and I've found myself going, "Okay, I want to hear what you have to say about me." Like, if you're not going to give me feedback, I'm going to come ask you for feedback. I did this. What do you? And sometimes you're not going to get that, but you know, it's it's that balancing act of us as humans and and growing up. And I urge everybody that's listening to this, that's younger, don't take this the wrong way, but. Try to take criticism better sooner. Try to take—I mean, constructive criticism. I don't mean criticism. Try to take constructive criticism in the positive way earlier on in your career and in your life, because there's so much you can learn. And you're not—constructive criticism doesn't always mean it's actually right. You don't have to always agree with constructive criticism. So you can—they can—it can can be positive feedback that you're like, "No, I don't—I don't agree with it," Right. right? But accept that right? Cuz now you know one person's opinion and how they did it. Doesn't mean you have to do it that way, but you might hear something else and something else and then you can go okay, here's my, here's my way of doing it. Um I just think that's something I wanted to share because I've I've grown so much as a leader, right? And what I do for for work and as a family, as a family guy with with friendships, being able to like have those real conversations and not take my armor and put it up every time somebody somebody tries to tell me something right hey i've got some feedback for you oh no you know and i can't and another thing too you mentioned i like that you mentioned that this is something you also kind of get as you get older and you become more of a leader of your own life you stop loving that uh what's it called the echo chamber kind of mindset you stop loving that it's nice to hear good feedback. It's nice to hear people go, "You're awesome. You're great." Yeah, but you kind of stop loving that because you're kind of just like it's boring. You're like, "Thanks." Right? Is there any way you can help me be better at it? Right? Like I, you know, I I appreciate it, but like it didn't do much for me because I I really what I really would love to hear is, "Hey, that was great, but here's something you could add to it. Right? Here's a way that I think you could be better." And maybe I don't take that. But it's it's an interesting dynamic when you start looking at things that way, right? You're like, cool. Like, you know, that that, that episode was great, cool. Thanks. So here's an What ex- did you like about it? What could I have added?
1: Here's an exercise for both of us and anyone out there listening. Text a few of your closest friends, family members, or whomever whomever it might be, and say, Hey, I enjoy, you know, our relationship. What can I do to improve upon myself as a human being? Like, what are some of my, uh, you know, weaknesses and how can I grow over time and see where that conversation goes? And going back to some of what you were just mentioning there, Cole, I think, um, you know, criticism um, is coming from a place of negativity where you're trying to tear down someone versus constructive um, feedback is someone coming from a place of love. They want to see that person grow and become better, um, and recognizing the difference. So I, I really, uh, enjoyed what you had to share there. Um, so I think that's important for all of us to understand, uh, no matter where we are in our journey with life, no matter your age, uh, your location, etc. Um, what
0: do you say, man? I, I feel like we, we wrap things up. I wanted to make one more final comment. On Go that. for it. Um, because I, I do, I do think there's a kind of a foolproof way. And this is maybe a shortcut to understand, to, to understanding when to, when to put your guard down and, and, and when somebody's being constructive. Cause sometimes people come off the wrong way or you take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But what I've, what I've learned a little trick of the trade for all you guys listeners out there is we'll ask them how I, well, how can I improve on that? Because a lot of the times the negative criticism that, that's coming from a bad place, they're just they're, – it's, it's somebody that's most of the time like had a bad day or had something else going on or they did something wrong and got yelled at whether it's work or something mm-hmm. and they just want somebody to blame. And if you say, well, how how can I get better? And if they were being truly constructive and maybe – and you misheard it, they'll tell you like, hey, well, you know, this is what you should do and they'll educate you, right? That's – that's a good way to figure out if somebody's if you're just reading things the wrong way because sometimes people say things in a different light. But if somebody's being truly constructive, they'll be able to tell you, "Hey, this is what you did wrong. I can tell you how to do it right." And that's constructive versus you just did this wrong, and you say, "Tell me how to do it right," and they don't they don't want to tell you. That's not that, that that's just negativity. Don't let that flood your life.
1: I love that. I'm glad that you jumped in and added that. I added that little tidbit. You know, that, that, that's super important. I think one last thing that I'll add, and then we can wrap. This is it. the Midwest sign-off. I got seventeen. We, we keep doing it time and time again. We're not going to ever change here. I would say, if you do feel like overwhelmed with some of the feedback, whether it is constructive criticism or it is someone just being critical, sometimes it is very tough to, to recognize. And I know you mentioned like how you kind of decipher between the two there. Um, for me, I would also try to just give yourself 24 to 48 hours of time and just like sleep on things and really process and reflect and then come to that right state of mind and then respond versus, you know, off the cuff. Like if you do get that feedback that you might not agree with, like you take pre- a deep breath. You, yeah. You, pre- you prevent yourself from, you know, saying something burning agree. bridges. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, with that, let's uh, wrap things up. We appreciate you guys listening in. This was probably my favorite episode that we've ever done. And we're on episode 26. You know, it only took us a few tries to get this right, but our previous shows are just as great. Uh, but this one uh, meant a lot. We, we talked about some really deep stuff, Cole. Um, So if you guys enjoy uh, this type of topic, um, please let us know. Again, we gave you guys a little bit of homework, too. Text your friends. Let them know how you can grow as a human being. Tell us the difference between judging someone versus disagreeing. We have our thoughts but want to hear from you. Cole, anything
0: else that you'd share? Appreciate you guys uh, chiming in, communicating, engaging with us. We've got some pretty exciting guests coming on. To talk about their life experiences, their their input, it's it's things are just going up and up and up, and we're so stoked to be doing this, to be creating value in your lives, um, and it's creating. I'll say this: you guys are helping me as well, listeners, and Hayden. I'm becoming a better person. This is therapeutic for me, so we really appreciate it. We're gonna keep knocking this content out, and we're gonna we're gonna see uh, where this takes us. So, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week,
1: and we'll talk to you next time.